0: Thank you for joining me again for another episode. I'm glad to be sitting with you. And um, make sure to grab some drinks, get your beverages, get your tea, get your coffee. It is a little early right now, so I definitely have my tea steaming on the side, waiting to be sipped on. Anyways, um, <laughs> sorry, I was looking at the... I have rosemary and lemon ginger, which is delicious. Um, besides that, I hope you're having a great present moment. Um, I hope the universe is treating you well. So, this review um, is not a book. I am taking a little break from books right now. And I shifted back to listening to other podcasts. And, um, yeah, I do have a favorite, which is the Mark Groves podcast. I will give links on the description, especially to the episode that I listened to this morning. And right off the bat, I would like to say... I personally love this podcast. It brings a lot of clarity to things, not just about me, but about how the people I have in my life, how they may operate, how they may think, and just having more compassion for them and create a safer space for the relationships that I want to create with them. So um, definitely check him out. I love his work. He does amazing things that he says very intentional stuff um so this episode that i will be speaking on he actually has a guest in it um terry real which amazing person um and i do have to read his stuff he did come out with a new book called i think it's called us and I will, definitely will read it. But the episode's called Build a More Loving Relationship with Terry Rio. And it's, like, about 58 minutes. Honestly, with his episodes, it doesn't feel long. Like, when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh my god, it's just so informative that when you get to the end, you're like, wow, I want more. Like, I wish the I wish the episode was a little longer. But, um it's just great it's honestly great so I guess we're just gonna get started I did write some notes down not a lot because you know I did listen to it twice so once the once the first time I just listened to it and then the second time I wrote my notes down so um yeah in the beginning he does um just kind of give an introduction of the guest and an introductions to himself, like what he does and all this stuff. And, you know, obviously the main topic was relationships, but mostly from my perspective, it had to do mostly with men. Um, which I do love because I do have men in my life that I want to build a better relationship with. So, the first bullet, the first bullet point that I wrote was that I heard from the podcast was, first of all, I love you. And what we have to talk about isn't to hurt you, but to benefit us. Personally, I love that. I never thought to say or to reinsure someone, like their position in, in my life. And I... I just automatically thought like I would love to hear that from someone before we get into a conversation or even a debate or argument like I would love to hear that reassurance of like I'm not trying to personally attack you but there is a problem that I feel like you know will lead into bigger issues so I definitely want to get into the habit of reminding my loved ones before anything happens that I love them no matter what and that I will try to show the most compassion that I can in that situation. So definitely tell your loved ones that, you know, I love you. And, you know, whatever conversation you're about to have is no harm, no harm, no foul. It's just a conversation. And hopefully that conversation is meant to help the situation. So, I love that. I love how they started with that reminder, and you know, it's good to remind people that because it's like, yeah, I know it, but it doesn't hurt to say it. Um, so the next bullet point, and kind of like most of the episode, um, it just talk about patriarchy and he kind of gave definitions, Terry, real gave like definitions to it and explained it deeper than my what I have in my notes so like I said definitely listen to the episode so you can get more become more informative but um one of the bullet points about patriarchy that I thought was interesting was he Terry explained how you can't really be connected and powerful is like either or like either you're connected with yourself with others or you're powerful where you see yourself where is power over someone rather than with and I like that perspective. Like I never thought about it like that. Um or even without having to pay, put patriarchy in it in general, I always thought like, okay, if somebody's powerful, automatically, yeah, I do think okay, yeah, they do have power over something, they have control, and realistically, you can't feel, or you can't feel the max connection with someone when you are just controlling them, yourself, and the situation, it's kind of like you're, it's like they're your puppets, and you're controlling how you want it to be set up, and there's no real connection, or no real intimacy, so, um, Yeah, so it's kind of like, are you willing to give up your connections with others to feel powerful? A more impermanent feeling? Or would you rather have a permanent intimacy with someone that, you know, realistically benefits your soul? So, yeah, you really can't have both. You can't be connected and powerful. And, you know, I'm pretty sure there is situations where it it can happen i don't know how um that is very much of like an opinion so it's really up to the listener or whoever is interpreting what they're hearing is to you know give their opinion on that but to continue um he also says that um serve the relationship or stand up for yourself but can't do both I thought that was really interesting because it goes back to, like, either you're connected or you're powerful. And, you know, the connection is the relationship and the power is yourself, um, your ego. And you really can't do both. Like, you can't. And I think when he meant, when Terry was talking about relationships and serving it, it's a sense of, like, are you willing to have, to create a mutual ground with your partner? Are you willing to... Give up the habit of wanting to be right and wanting to be heard, and forget that a conversation is two people communicating or multiple people communicating about whatever. And if it's just you talking, you stating, and you expressing, then you're kind of eliminating yourself from a more connected situation or more connected result. So, um, yeah, standing up for yourself is necessary but it's also necessary to really think about okay like do i need to stand up for myself is there an actual reason for me to say what i have to say in order to protect myself and i feel like most of the time no um and when i say no i mean a sense of like if you know that person means well and that person is truly not trying to harm you then you're choosing to protect yourself from something. There's no pro- there's no need for it. So you're building up all this energy for the wrong thing. And to continue with that, he uh, Terry states an example of that type of behavior, where it's like you know either serve the relationship or you stand up for yourself. And he says. In this example, he said, don't don't fucking talk to me like that. And he says, people who say that is becoming a stand-up-for-yourself situation, where it's like, you're allowing the problem to be about you and only you, where you're either victimizing yourself or you're becoming selfish. Like, oh, you did this to me. You made me feel like this. Again, with that previous episode, where it's like, you're allowing you're accusing someone of making you feel a certain way and it's like no you allowed yourself to feel that way and now you're angrily expressing that to that person so he gives an alternative to that statement where he says hey your tone of voice isn't allowing me to hear you if you can lower it down so I can have more of a better understanding and be more present with you And that's where you create the serve, the relationship. That's where you create this is about us and not about just me. And I love that. I love that shift of like, you can say the same thing, but in in a different way, in a more gentle way, in a more compassionate way, where it's like you're not breaking or you're not ruining the relationship because you really have to say this thing. Like you really have to put your foot down. It's like, You can put your foot down, but how do you wanna put it down? Like do you wanna do you wanna break the do you wanna break the foundation that you guys have created? Or are you putting your foot down to hold this boundary that you have set for yourself? Like the boundary is I'm not gonna allow you to speak to me any type of way. Okay, well how can I express this boundary? And, you know, you give that choice of like I can serve the relationship where I'm like, hey, I'm expressing my compassion where I'm like You know I'm trying to hear you but you know you make your these emotions like anger and frustration is coming up because you know your tone of voice is making me feel defensive and it's triggering me you know just expressing like hey this is my reaction and this is what's causing my reaction and your response of like okay well your responsibility to tell that person how they can go about it. And if that person choose not to do it or sorry, the plain is anyways, you see it's always noise when I'm about to speak facts. Like that's crazy. But anyways, yeah. Um I did lose my train of thought, but I'm gonna try to come back to it. Um so yeah, so it's kind of just like Boundaries are great. It's just how you express those boundaries is really what matters. And, yeah, we're going to continue from there. So, he also says how a higher consciousness is a wiser, wiser adult. And I like that. I like how he expressed that because it's like, well, you know, higher self is obviously... You know, I'll obviously have more wisdom because you allows you, you kind of removed yourself from, you know how they say sometimes yourself is the worst, is your worst enemy. It's kind of like, you know, a wiser adult realizes that a higher conscious decision will have to be, you know, removing your ego, removing, you know, your flesh or your traumatic behaviors or, you know, triggers, you have to remove it in order to express yourself the best way to this person and um yeah so terry also goes into more details where he says he realized you know he is a therapist um a couple therapists in particular and He expresses how a lot of times we, the problem could be that, and the problem is the question, am I safe? Which can cause us to lose that wiser adult, that higher consciousness is that we'll either fight, play along, or freeze. And obviously it is natural to feel, you know, your system to do that, like, okay, is my situation safe for me do i need to run do i need to fight do i need to you know like he said play along and obviously yeah we will we will lose consciousness of the actual situation like you know we kind of for me i'm like I'm tunnel vision like I have tunnel vision and this is my one destination I need to get to it like I kind of forget everything else and I go into the, you know, that fight mode where I'm like, if I choose to answer this question with a no, then I'm choosing to not only let go of that relationship, but to let go of my higher self. Because realistically, we are always saved because we have ourselves. But when you have been through traumatic situations, we forget that, safety is actually a thing you can hold between a person like just I think personally for me is like I forget that I can also I can provide safety but other people can't too especially if I want them in my life it's like well I will hope I have the consciousness and the reassurance in myself that whoever comes into my life is going to allow a safe space for us in this relationship and so um that question of am I safe I feel like it comes up more than I realize when I'm about to get in arguments or even just a small conflict I feel like I do go into that automatic like um do I have to save myself do I have to save myself? And realistically, it's like, what danger am I saving myself from? Let me drink some tea. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That tea is bitter. Anyways, uh, yeah, so. That's what he says the problem is. And he also goes into more details how trauma triggers. Which is what triggers you to feel like you're in danger. Um, can make... Um, me situation or a survival mode, so it's kind of just going off of the first, the previous bullet point where it's like the problem is in my safe and all that stuff. It's like, well, obviously, for you to have to ask yourself that, it means that you were triggered, and yeah, now you're kind of choosing, you know, I have to survive, like, what do I have to do to survive? And then it goes into my next bullet point goes into individualism, teaches us the illusion that we are not in nature, but we are, but that we are a part. And also patriarchy combined with that tells us that we are not only separate, but above and we control nature. I mean, these planes, they're going ham anyways individualism teaches us that we are not in nature but that we are apart patriarchy combined with that tells us we are not separate not only separate but above and control nature we really do have a habit of controlling and personally I get so frustrated with myself and I'm trying to you know have a compassionate um, frustration to that because I'm like... It's so annoying when I catch myself for doing it. I'm like, stop trying to control the situation. Stop trying to control your feelings. Like, let it be what it is and just control your behavior within that situation. And, you know, like he said, patriarchy doesn't really... Okay, these plans are really... don't want to stop the recording because I feel like it's good so y'all gonna have to ignore that anyways um to compliment what I was just talking about uh my next bullet point says you know control your behavior not your feelings your feelings don't hurt you realistically yeah feelings don't hurt I mean don't hurt you like actually hurt you it's good to express it express it so that you can get over it and then your day isn't ruined. The relationship isn't ruined. Yourself isn't ruined. It's like you're allowing those bypassing energies to go through and leave your body rather than build up and cause friction. So it's like control your behavior. Control your responses. Control your reactions. Control the stuff that are necessary rather than controlling your anger. If you feel angry, and of course, you know, safely do it where other people aren't getting or being harmed by it but you know take that walk take that breather take a minute even if you have to lock yourself in a room for a minute listen to some music let it out like allow yourself that moment and also allow your partner whoever you're talking to understand what you're needing at that moment if you are in a conflict and you're realizing that this conflict is just me throwing up my feelings to you and we're not really getting nowhere like communicate to your partner hey you know i realized within this three hour conversation we had i don't really understand where you're coming from and i don't really understand what i'm trying to express all i can feel is all i'm feeling is anger confusion and frustration and i would just appreciate that you would give me some time to let it out Get my thoughts together and I will come back to you. And, you know, it's of course, in a timely manner. Like, don't wait years or weeks or months to, like, actually say what you were going to say that day. Because sometimes that doesn't help the situation. Because then it, it could seem like you're just bypassing it rather than confronting it. So just, you know, express feel and just let it go and I feel like that's kind of like you know I was not like it is it is good to feel so next bullet point I like this one a lot he says our relationship is our biosphere we are in them and the air and it's the air that we breathe you can choose to poison your sphere by having a tantrum or anger or any negative emotion, rather than letting it go, you would breathe back in that poison that you have let out within this sphere. I love that your our relationships is our biosphere. You are not above them or out of them, you are within them. And it's very true, like if for the example that I gave previously. You know, the poison could have been that three-hour conversation or argument could have led to a whole week of, you know, y'all not talking or divorce or something, a negative response. And now you have let this poison within your sphere to not only harm the people that you love, but also you're harming yourself because you were in that situation. So, don't poison your, don't, poison your biosphere and I know it's very easy to say than actually do because we do I personally myself I have people in my biosphere especially parents that it's so hard to like not want to protect myself like not want to fight back or to victimize or to simply leave it's like it's so hard not to do that but I have to remember that to remember that I am in this situation because truly I love the person that I'm trying to express that love to but instead I'm doing the opposite I'm hurting them and they're hurting me and we're not getting nowhere and I feel like most of the time you know we think that this person don't want to hear what I have to say or you know it doesn't matter what I feel and it's like no it really it really do matter like even if it takes all the energy in you to tell them like what you're doing is really causing pain it's good to hear that like it's good to recognize what this person is causing you and it's also to have that realization of like is this a perfect moment to create a new boundary where it's like I can't keep allowing you to hurt me because this conversation is not just a one-time thing this is every month every week I'm arguing with you and it's like Especially if you keep especially when you're trying so many methods and nothing is like working for y'all and also to the methods it does take time, so you know, don't expect one method to work the next day. It's kinda of like everything is a process for sure. But if this process is like repetitive and you keep doing it and the result is the same, it's like, okay, now you have the choice And the right I feel like to remove yourself from that. These planes are killing me. Anyways, you do have the right to remove yourself because you do come first. And I think it's just how you go about it is what truly matters. So, um, Yeah, don't don't poison your don't poison the water. Don't poison the water you're drinking out of. Like they say, don't bite the hand that's feeding you. Okay, and um, it it goes back to like truly, you know, is it worth it? Like, what are you gonna gain? What are you losing? And if the losing is, if the loss is more than a gain, then it's your choice on how you wanna go about it. So, next bullet point. If men will learn if men could learn how to just open up and be accountable for their actions, then the res then the response will be different. But the reason for being defensive or for men being defensive is because they are forced to be perfect. If you're not perfect then you're not a real man. That's hot tea <laughs> and I'm gonna drink my tea because <laughs> Mhm. Oh my god, this tea is nasty. Anyway. That's a good one. In my opinion, of course. I thought it was a good one. And I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a hundred. I personally... I can see some truth in this i can see like i don't see i mean of course the situation you know it depends on the situation whatever but it is true i do expect men to be perfect i do expect a lot from men it might personally just be me working on my expectations for people but it's like feelings aren't perfect being honest isn't perfect you know being the most authentic self isn't perfect so when you choose to do that especially for men it's like it can cause problems like of course men are not gonna perfectly express how they're feeling to you but it's the fact that they're trying to express what they're feeling of course in a safe way in a safe manner it's hard. And it's definitely it's not perfect. Like I do have moments where I'm like I clearly stated what I felt and how I don't want this to go about and there is moments where I'm like I kinda was all over the place but I try and then I feel like as long as I try like I did the best I could, you know, let it go. But I do think that's true. I, I really think that we do expect men to be perfect and also just like well it depends your definition of perfect so for my definition of perfect if it's that statement where it's like yeah so men I would prefer you to be open and accountable than be perfect because it ain't it's not going nowhere so (laughs) Uh, just you know express how you feel you don't have to be perfect just try Okay, and then now the next bullet point, he talks about objective reality, and he expresses how, let me just read what my bullet point says. Says, objective reality, is it true, is it somewhat true, or that's actually true? Ourselves, I can't believe I have to do this, again, compassion, and then he gives an example which I will... Go into after I explain the bullet point. So when he talked about objective reality, he was saying how, um, when are we, when we're in conflict and let's say your partner or whoever you're talking to is telling you, yeah, you did this, you do that, or they're expressing these emotions that they're feeling or that you, or these actions that you have done. And in your head, automatically, any information we receive, we go through the process of is this true is this beneficial is it somewhat true okay can I defend myself in this like we play we start playing all these questions in our head in order to know how to respond to what is being said to us and so he also says how this is other part of ourselves where we're like you know I can't it goes back to be about me situation where it's like I can't believe I have to do this again like You know, I can't believe you're stressing me out. Like, you know, I, 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 I expression. And so he gives this example of a compassionate response where he's like a couple's arguing and the husband, you know, says like, oh, honey, I'm sorry you feel that? I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Matter of fact, I love you and I don't want you to feel this way i can see how you i can see some truth in what you're saying and then if there's anything that i can do or say to make you feel better please let me know i love that response obviously i love that response because it's just it's very delicate it's delicate and it's also stern somehow like i feel like this is an example of like nicely putting your foot down like Where it's like, okay, now I don't feel like I have to defend myself. I know I'm safe with this person. I know they don't mean harm. I know what they're saying is obviously important because they're bringing it up. And also, too, I don't have to be right. So it's it's kind of a win-win when you're like, hey, you know, I'm not, you know, it goes back to, hey, you know, I love you. And what my actions have done is not to confirm that I don't love you. It's just, I didn't know that my actions was causing this reaction to you. And, you know, that reassurance of, hey, like, if you need me to do or say anything, let me know. I feel like that example, you're not only, you're not losing yourself. I feel like you're gaining yourself back, that reassurance of, like, I responded the best way I can, is up to my partner or whoever I'm talking to to respond in their best self and their higher self. Because you've done your part and now you don't have to do both parts. And also, too, Terry expresses how you kind of really have to remember that you want to do this. Like, you want to say this response, you want the best outcome out of this because. You know, you truly do love this person, and you want them to know that. And so the last few bullet points, he expresses again. Just, you know, in heated situations, take that breather, take that break. You know, I'm here, and remind yourself why you're there. I'm here because I love my partner, and I love this relationship. And this little problem isn't a continuous problem. It is the situation will make us stronger and better just reminders of the relationship yourself and knowing that talking out of that adaptive child that traumatic child realistically you realistically won't care about the relationship and also will only care about your self-protection so going back to like what we were expressing of standing up for yourself sometimes that child self anew you will come in and bypass like that you're talking to a person that you love and that you are about to you know do things or say things that not only will hurt that person but will hurt the relationship that could have benefited you so much so yeah um the last three bullet points is You know, that question I asked earlier, what is this going to cost me? And he also says, take care of your biosphere. If you take care of it, it will take care of you. And last bullet point, he says, we see the conflict of our parents, but not the repair. We see the conflict, but not the repair. And I feel like this is a broad realization, not just with parents, but with all connections where it's like we remember the problem in detail we remember the argument we remember what we said and what this person said but sometimes our mind bypasses if it was fixed or not or if this person expressed feelings and apologized for their actions and I can definitely see truth in that especially with my parents you know I do remember moments where there was problems but realistically I can't really remember if it was solved or not and I do want to get into a better habit of remembering the whole picture and not just a little corner of it <laughs> uh, cuz the whole picture really it does matter in how you're going to react to it so I feel that that's when we should be listening the most, you know, having that realization that sometimes it's best to just shut up and listen. So then you know you can't really know how to respond rather than hearing parts of it and then you respond to those parts and then your partner's like that's not what I meant or that's not what I actually said and then they're like don't you... You know, now you have a different outcome whereas the partner either frustrated or mad. And it's like, you're not listening to what I'm saying. And truly, you're not. But, you know. Yeah. I feel that's a good ending point for this podcast that I reviewed. The episode was definitely... 10 out of 10 I felt like it was short and sweet it got straight to the point and clarified their point with facts and I'm gonna leave us with that you know protect your biosphere take care of it because it will take care of you and also there's no need to save yourself when the people you choose to have in your life is already safe to be around I hope you have a great rest of your present moment, whatever time that is for you, and I appreciate the time that you have put in listening to this episode. I'm so grateful to be sitting with you again, and I can't wait to sit with you again.